Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Movies My Wife Won't Watch. My name is Matt and I'm here with my wife Andrea. Hi. And welcome. So we'll go ahead and just jump right into small talk this week. Oh man. What was my do small talk what question? Your question was? <laughs> I think I do. I think I remember my small talk question. Uh, last week I asked about what your, I can't, I'm totally blanking. What was my question? I think what you said was, uh, a movie that was, um, unexpected. Like you thought it was. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. It was, uh, better than you thought or something. Yeah. You went into it with low, like last time I said high expectations and then you ended up leaving. It was a really disappointing movie. So this week is the opposite. Right. So was there a movie that you were like, oh, this movie is going to really be stupid or, um, or eh. And then you were like, oh, man, that was that was pretty good. I mean, every movie that I watch, I'm watching it for a specific reason. So I don't normally just randomly watch movies that I don't know anything about. Mm. Um, but I... I try and set my expectations low unless it's something that's really hyped up. But the movie that I watched recently that was really good and ended up being much better than I thought was this movie called The Invisible Guest, which is actually a foreign film. It's all in Spanish. Espanol. But it's like a mystery kind of thriller. And the story kind of unfolds as you go through, but then there's like this big kind of shock at the end. Um you really liked, yeah. You really, yeah. really liked that movie so much. And so you've that already told me the plot of that movie, but well, we could and probably then we do watch it, again. it together afterwards. We did. Yeah, you I watched don't it even with, remember that. Because I'm like, oh, this movie's so good, you got to watch it. And then we watch it together, and you're like, oh, you had like guessed what had happened like three quarters of the way through or halfway through, huh. but I didn't see anything. But yeah, so that was one that I didn't really have high expectations, but I had read that it was one of the movies that. Um, you should watch on streaming on Netflix or whatever, and I had watched it. Ah, good. And it was, oh, yeah, that's better than expected. You know the so. one I was thinking of when I came up with this question, the one for you? No. I was going to, I saved this. I didn't tell you this. Frozen. We ended up going to see the movie Frozen in the theater when our daughter was l- younger. And you walked out of that movie going, wow, that was better than I thought it was going to be. Really? And you actually were impressed with the music. Well, everyone was the first time they've heard it. And then the second, third times you were like, okay, this can be over. But I I do not remember that at all. You did. You did say that. Thinking that now, I'm like, I probably wouldn't have said that. You did say that. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying that you thought it was like, wow, this is a great movie. But you were like, oh, this was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You know? Anyway, for me, it was The Matrix. Really? I went and went because I didn't know anything about the movie at all. I went with a friend and I'm like, what the heck is this movie? So we went in there. I wasn't expecting anything. I had no expectations at all. And I totally didn't understand what was happening. Like when he woke up and all that. But I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is so good. And what a cool movie for that to happen with, you know? Right. So yeah, that is a really good movie. I'm done. All right. So we'll go ahead and jump into this week's movie, which mm-hmm. is Dread from 2012. I'm dreading this. 
So, I was listening to you watch the movie earlier today, and I was like, this is going to be great. This is uh, not to be confused with the Judge Dredd movie from, I believe it was the 90s with Sylvester Stallone, which... Which is probably another humdinger. Honestly, it was not very good at all. What, um, Judge Dredd or Dredd? It's called Judge Dredd is the name of that yeah. movie. This is the same character, but okay. it's made. this was made in 2012, so... So it's, it's relatively recent, but um, it's much more grittier and violent and oh man, that makes it so much dark better. compared to um, Judge Dredd, the original one, which was like um, I don't want to say cartoony, but it was more like uh, it was eighty-fied, eighties-fied. Yeah, I don't know if it was an eighties movie or a nineties movie, but yeah, it was more kind of lighthearted. I mean, as much as you can get with that type of content, okay. but um, it was like they didn't take it seriously, almost. Yeah, it wasn't really true because this is based off a comic book. Okay, there you go. So it wasn't really. I don't know. I just I didn't like it. Okay. This one is is way much. I mean, it's way better. Okay. I um. This is actually probably one of my favorite movies. I've watched it, gosh, at least half a dozen times, if not more. But so yeah, dread. The main character is Judge Dredd, who's played by Carl Urban. Who's that? Um, Who that? Which you may or may not know. He's, he's been in numerous different movies. Oh, he looks um, familiar. So yeah, he he. You don't see his his uh, the top Real half face. of his face because okay. he wears the helmet oh. during the whole movie. So you know he. Oh, there. Okay, that's what it looks like. Yeah, so he's you basically just see the bottom half of his face, almost kind of like Batman, where you're cast for yeah. like the chin type thing. The but, chin um, and the voice. So he just kind of set the stage for the the environment of the movie. So this basically it's it sounds like, and I'm not fam- super familiar with the comic, but it sounds like there's essentially this nuclear war that happened, mm-hmm. and the bulk of the United States has been completely decimated. So it's just like a desert radiated wasteland now. Okay. But there's this stretch from Boston to Washington, D.C. that's kind of enclosed with this wall and it houses 800 million people. So this is far into the future because we're obviously only 300 million now. But there's what's called megacities. Mm-hmm. As part of that, and then there's these big, huge, tall structures that look like skyscrapers okay. that house people. So this takes place in Mega City One, and there's so there's six mega cities, but each tower in each mega city houses like I don't know the one that we're going to talk about later. This one houses seventy five thousand people. Okay, so it's a pretty huge tower. But anyways, the law enforcement for this is essentially the judges and because of Mm. the amount of crime and um, just bad stuff overall that kind of goes on it's kind of like a gang riddled area kind of thing like now (laughs) in our big cities um (laughs) the judges are judge jury and executioner basically so they they dispense justice as they Hmm. come upon people so they you know they tell you what your crime they chase you down they tell you what your crime is and then they they say what the crime, what the punishment is, basically. So it's it's kind of like 
Like right I said, all on the spot. Yeah, judge, of jury. Wait, okay. Yeah, so they don't actually just kill everybody there right there unless the crime is bad about that. punishable by death. <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, they all reside at the Hall of Justice, which is this big skyscraper that's got like this eagle icon on the outside. Does it have anything to do with the Hall of Justice for like no, DC comics? No, it's not a DC so. comic, is it? Um, That I'm not sure of either. Like I said, I'm not really familiar with the comic. It could be. But hmm. so inside there's all these people that work for the Hall of Justice and they've got like all of these like TV screens that monitor basically the entire city. Big brother. Yeah. So this starts out and there's this bike chase. So Dredd is on his motorcycle and he's chasing these drug dealers or not drug dealers, but they're like drug users, druggies that yeah. are kind of driving through in their they're taking this drug called slow-mo, which is in the form of an inhaler, but it's okay. got like liquid in the top. And I'll kind of explain what it does a little bit All later. Right. But they basically shoot it up. And then they're all like, you know, Probably on, really on powerful. this drug. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, sorry. I'll just explain sorry. it now. Okay. So slow-mo basically is this drug that makes your brain move at 1% of normal speed. That ain't good. Yeah, so everything is just like, I mean, it's moving like, in regular speed around you, but to you, it's moving like super, super slow, like your hand and and. So the guys who are trying to get away from, yeah, in so, this chase are feeling like they're going in super slow mo. Well, no, the guy who's driving hasn't taken it. The guy in the back has. Okay. And he turns around and he's like, "There's a judge behind <laughs> us." kind of thing and he's so like does he what? actually he actually talks that like that's kind of what it looks like from his perspective because this guy's on this drug right so it's, it's kind of funny why in the heck would you want to take this drug i don't know it just stupid. it just i don't Sorry. know it just slows everything down really so that's called slow-mo right but anyways they're chasing him and then the guy like gets out and is like shooting a machine gun at him and then they end up um, he shoots the tires out. They end up flipping the van that they're in. And the one guy runs away and he takes this person hostage inside this building and he goes in and he's got the, this judge dread's got this gun and he's like, you know, your crime is, you know, a, attempted murder, oh, a, no, attempted okay. murder of a judge, use of narcotics. Um, the punishment is death. And he's like, if you, release the hostage now he's like i'll give you life without parole and the iso cubes which is basically it's like jail but they put in they're putting these individual right cubes with no no interaction with anybody whatsoever it's like solitary confinement is yeah. what it sounds like right to jail and he's like oh that's a real great choice he says not in not so many words but it's like mm, life without parole and an iso cube or death right and he's like you don't have any leverage so then He's like, okay, make your decision, hot shot. And he's like, what did you say? And he's like, hot shot. And his gun changes to hot shot, which <laughs> basically shoots like this fire pellet inside of his mouth. And it's like his whole head just like burns oh from the gosh. inside, like lava basically. And then he falls down. Wow. So he gets called back to the Hall of Justice and he picks up this new trainee. Her mm -hmm. name's Cassandra, Cassandra Anderson. But they call it her Anderson in the movie. Mrs. Anderson. And she's a psychic slash mutant. So she can kind of 
understand what people's thoughts are and what they're thinking and see inside their head. Okay. So the chief justice is that's there, the chief judge is like, you know, she had really low scores and she just barely passed or whatever. Cassandra? But, yeah, but we think that, you know, she'd be good, so we want you to take her out and, you know, take her on this on assessment, the field. Yeah. basically. Field assessment. Yeah, field assessment. So they um they go to this big huge tower which is called Peach Trees is the name of the tower. And there there's these guys that are based they they were selling the drugs but they weren't supposed to be because they were kind of pocketing the money so they the the head of this group is the called Mama. Her name is Mama. She's the head of the Mama clan. Okay, and she's like um like a gang or a mafia or something. Yeah. Okay. She is the leader of this gang. Okay, got it. It's called the Mama clan is the okay. gang. And she orders these guys to get killed. But before they get killed, they get skinned. Basically, it's just... What? Yeah, so... Oh, my God. So she skins these guys and gives them slow-mo and then throws what? them off the top level. That is... This is like 200-story <laughs> tower, right? So they, they throw oh her... Gosh. And the whole center of it is open. That mm. goes down to like the base floor. So there's all of the outside is all these levels of where all these people reside. So basically. it's basically like a courtyard all the way down. Yeah. So they throw these guys down mm. the middle and they, they're in there falling like super Slow-mo. slow because they've taken this drug. Without their skin on. Yeah. So it's for them, it's like they're Forever. falling for like 15 minutes, but it's really only like five seconds. Oh, man. So they hit the ground and then that crime gets called in multiple homicides in Peachtree and Anderson chooses to go there. He's like, okay, rookie, where do we go? Dread, Dread says, and he's like, that's where we should go. So they go out to peach trees and they get in there and the, the guy who runs like the medical facility there, mm-hmm. um, he says, oh yeah, this is the mama clan. And he kind of explains, you know, how this came about. So, Mama's real name is Madeline Madrigal. Okay, that makes sense. Mama. Yeah. And she used to be a prostitute, Mm -hmm. but she was like beaten and abused, and then she just snapped one day and ended up like because working her way to the top. Her face got all slashed up Mm. and stuff, so she's got like these really nasty scars on her face, Mm -hmm. and she ended up killing, I guess her pimp or whatever, and took over the business, and then she just kind of rose up through the criminal underground through that way. So she moved into peach trees and there were three gangs there. There were the peyote Kings, the red dragons and the judge, the judged. And they, they had like their faces painted like, okay. Like the judges. Yeah. And within nine months she had gone through the entire tower because it was broken up into sections by each gang. Okay. She had gone through and basically took over the entire tower hmm. to be, you know, controlled by the Mama clan. So, and she helped develop this drug, I guess, the slow-mo drug. So they get there and they're talking to this medical guy and he's giving them all the information. He's like, what are we going to do? And it's like, well, obviously Anderson's like, they're all skinned, they're all dead. They're trying to send a message like, don't mess with the the, the Mama clan, right? And the fact that you were doing drugs and keeping the money so 
I think we need to go after the clan, she says, as like a show of force. Okay. So they go That's up, what Cassandra says. Yeah, Anderson, they call her. So they go up to this level 39, which is where this clan hangs out, mm-hmm. and they bust in the door, and the, everybody in the room is like shooting up on slow-mo. So it's kind of cool because the door blows open in slow motion because he puts like a charge on the outside, and it blows open, and then Dredd and, and Anderson are just like shooting at the people that are holding guns at him, and there's like bullets that go oh. through cheeks and <laughs> blood is just spraying out it's yeah. all in slow motion oh man and it's um, gotta be pro so they end up arresting um a couple guys and then one of the guys his name is k and he's like the right hand man of mama but they okay. don't know that when they get there so they arrest this guy and um they basically are like, you know, we're going to take this guy in. Well, what happens is, um, well, I should, I should go back because uh, there was a line that they said here that I thought was pretty hilarious. So Dredd says, because Anderson's not wearing a helmet. and Is she supposed to be wearing? Well, yeah, she's well, a recruit. She's a judge. Can't... Well, she's working to be a judge, but everybody who goes out as a judge has a, has helmet. a helmet on and he's got his helmet on. He's like, he calls her rookie almost mm-hmm. the whole movie you're rookie how come you're not wearing your helmet and she's like well i i find it interferes with my my psychic abilities uh, which is why i don't wear it and he's like um how did he say is like well getting shot in the head might interfere with your abilities too he says or <laughs> something so i thought that was funny mm-hmm. but um so they've got this guy k who's arrested and what happens is mama knows that k because he's the right hand has a lot of information oh, about of their, course yeah so she does not want him questioned or anything yeah so they're going to take him back to interrogate him so dom hall gleason he's another actor and he he was actually the lead at, uh, not the lead but one of the leads in um ex machina he's got oh. red hair he's in like uh about time <sighs> I can't but anyways, it. oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so he yeah. he plays like this tech guy that that works for Mama, mm-hmm. and he ends up hacking into the Peachtree system and locks down the building. Like he calls up Control, which is kind of like the main headquarters right. of the judges, and says, "You know, we need to do this test of the building." and And they're like, "Okay, you can go ahead and do the test." So they end up going into this what's called the War Protocol. And they basically send down these gates around all the windows across the entire thing, mm-hmm. all the entrance and exits, and they close up the, the, top. the top. So it's basically like in a bomb Just shelter under, capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're locked in, and then Mama gets on the PA, which rings through the whole tower and is like, this is Mama, you know, I'm in control of this building, and there's judges here, and I want them dead. And oh stay inside. It's basically like, kind of like die hard but die hard is on a lock-in yeah but he can't really get out though. kind of so she's like stay inside until the shooting stops or otherwise you know it's all fair game kind of here hmm. so dread is like well we better you know try and find some shelter or whatever because it's just the two of them right so the gangs attack or this one group of, of the gang co- goes and attacks them and he ends up they, they basically take everybody out except this one guy and he's like trying to grab his gun and then he's like, rookie, you know, t- 
take care of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she ends up shooting the guy. Mm-hmm. And then later as they're trying to get away, they go into this apartment and the she uses her abilities to find out what the name of the girl in the apartment is. Okay. And she's like, Kathy, open the door. So she opens the door. And then she finds out later by looking at a picture that the guy that she shot was actually the husband of oh, this guy in the boy. apartment. But she doesn't say anything. Of course. So they leave and she and the, that lady in the apartment's like, there's a service elevator that they say is broken, but really it only works above level 75. So they get in this service elevator and they go up because they're working their way up to the top to try and hide or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... They get up to level 76 and they're like, well, we need to split up because I need to, you know, I'm going to try and figure out a way to, to get us out of this or whatever. Well, so she, he says, go down to like this elevator shaft and kind of hold up there so we can make a defense there. Okay. And so Dred's on level 76 by himself and then they roll out, Mama and her clan roll out these mini guns. Brother, and there's like four of them, um, mm-hmm. and then she just like lays waste to that level, like 60, yeah, 76 or 67, three. 76. 76. So it's she's and they've got like the tracer fire, so oh. it looks like they're you can yeah. see the bullets, and they're like 50 cal bullets, so they're just like tearing through concrete walls and stuff, and they're just shredding this whole level. So anybody who's outside is basically getting gunned down, mm-hmm. just trying to take out dread, basically. Wow. And um, he ends up, part of the wall gets broken down. Mm-hmm. So he uses this high X, which is high explosive round in mm-hmm. his gun and blows a hole in the wall and they jump outside. And then they realize they can contact control again because when everything locked down, they didn't have comms access anymore. Oh, okay. So he go, they go call the controller like, you know, 1024 officers under fire. We need assistance. And they're like, okay, we'll dispatch assistance out to you. So they're like, well, we, they're like, can you stay where you're at? And it's like, no, because if they come out, we've got nowhere to go. They're on this like ledge or this like this, right. this half pipe skateboard, and okay. it's like seventy six floors right. up. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they get back inside, and um, Dread basically walks out of the smoke, and Mama's sitting there. As they've they're got they got done firing right and he because the guys go in and they start looking for dread mm-hmm. and he grabs like one of her main guys and picks him up and throws him down in the middle of the tower oh yeah and she's just like super chap like what the heck <laughs> I just laid waste to this floor and he's still alive not only did he is he alive he just killed one, one of, of my, my main guys, guys. Yeah. so so don't chat mama they're like Yo, why mama. why are they like doing this? And then they realize that this K is like a pretty important figure. So he's holding him up and like punching him in the face and trying to get, you know, information out of him and he's not giving it up. And then she's like, I can get information out of him. He doesn't even have to talk. So she basically goes inside of his head and realizes that they're making and distributing out of peach trees, this slow-mo drug. So it's like the hub for this drug and they all the peach trees or just that one just that's like the main distribution point of this drug is peach trees because that's where mama lives yeah so they're like oh well, that's why he's so important and they're like well we need to you know figure this out so they're like okay we need to you know go after mama or whatever so these kids they're like 
12, 13 years old, they've got guns and they're trying to go after the the um, judges too. Yeah. So they get the jump on the judges and they're like, freeze, you know, and um, he's like, well, why should I freeze? And then he he goes and he dives out of the way and the kids start shooting because Kay gets, he, he gets his handcuffs from his back up to his front oh. and he ends up grabbing Anderson and, and pulls choking. her into oh. an elevator and then starts going up. And uh, so then Dredd gets separated from her again. And he looks at this map of the entire complex and yeah. he ends up patching into the um, system so that he can speak through the PA and everybody can hear. And he's like, peach trees. He's like, and he's got this voice <laughs> like, he sounds kind of like Batman. He's got yeah. this low gravelly voice. Yeah. He's like, peach trees. you know, this is Judge Dredd. And he's like, you know, we're, Mama's just a, a common criminal, and we're gonna. Your you mama's know, get to so the fat. Of this. No, that would be perfect for your mama jokes. But he's like, Mama's not in charge here. He's like, I am the law. He says because, <laughs> and that's like a famous Judge Dredd oh, okay. line. That's his like. And he's like Avengers and, Assemble line. Yeah, kind of. kind of. And then at the end of the thing, he says, "And Mama, it's judgment time." And then he hangs it up. He hangs up the PA or whatever. So they come after him down from where he is because they were able to trace him through the PA he was using. Man, I'm just so disappointed they missed the Yo Mama jokes. But anyway. And he sets up a body in there. So it looks like he's standing in there because it's kind of like frosted glass. Mm -hmm. So they get down there to where he is and they're shooting up the thing. and And they open the door and he's like, he's not there. So he's on the other side of the complex and he shoots down these incendiary rounds which is basically just like fire capsules and they Hmm. all just explode and all these guys start on fire Hmm. and um he's you know basically he's like you know we're gonna put an end to this kind of thing and then everybody's freaking out like what the heck we cannot get rid of this guy and he's like how are we supposed to kill this guy and mama goes call 911 she says so then you find out that they dispatch some more judges. They dispatch judges from when Dredd called for help. Yeah. And they're like, open the doors. And the guy's like, Dom Hall Gleason. He's like, well, we can't open the doors. We're under a test. And he's like, you better get this straightened out real fast. Well, anyways, these other judges show up and they're like, what are you doing standing out here? Uh, you, know, you called in for help. They're on her side. She's so paid. He's, he's like, open the door now. And then the doors open up. And then he's like, you're relieved. So those two guys leave. Mm -hmm. And then the other four judges come in. So there's three guys and one woman Mm -hmm. judge. And then, yes, you find out that they're basically on mama's payroll. Nice. And they come in to basically go after Dredd. And they say to mama, you know, it's going to cost you one million credits, which is basically a million dollars to go after Dredd. That's nothing now. You're well, like, I mean, assuming that's what how, that's a credit like a, one credit is one dollar, assuming that's the conversion rate, but who knows? Right. So they go after Dread, and the first guy gets and he finds Dread, and he's like, "Hey, it's so and so from Sector Nine. He's like, "Oh, it's Dread from Sector One," and he's like, "Well, it's about time you guys showed up." And then he's like, he says something to the effect of, "Well, let's get you out of here," and he's like. I told Control there were two of us. How come you're not asking about the other one? And then mm. and then he quick gets on his comms to call the other guy. It's like, oh, you know, like, 
hurry up and tell the other guys that he knows that dreads onto him. But then they start fighting and then he ends up killing the guy. Hmm. So then now they're down to three judges. And then, um, so they have Anderson up with mama now because he, yeah, she got up into the elevator and they're like, we're not going to do anything to her because these judges are going to show up and we need to use her for leverage basically. So they Mm -hmm. lock her up and, um, then Kay is like, I'm going to go, I'm going to kill you is like any last words. And she's like, funny, that's what I was going to ask you. She says, and she's like handcuffed on on her knees and he goes and he grabs her gun and he goes to shoot her. Mm -hmm. Well, every judge's gun is DNA linked. Okay. Gotcha. So when he goes to pull the trigger, it checks his DNA and it's not the he DNA. He should know to this. The, to the I mean, gun. come on. This and the gun be explodes like and basically nice. blows his hand off. I like so it. So he's sitting there and he's like spraying blood everywhere. And then she kicks him, knocks him down, and then steals some other guy's guns and kind of works her way, starts to work her way yeah, back to dread. Kicking ass. So then another guy, another judge shows up um, to, to get dread. And then they end up going back and forth, and then he ends up killing the one guy, and so then now there's two left. So then there's just the last guy, and then a, the woman mm-hmm. judge. Well, the woman judge shows up to Anderson. She's like, "Hey, I'm your backup. I'm here to help you." And she's like, "No, you're and not." Knows, and it's like, "No, you're not." So then she just shoots him or shoots her. So mm-hmm. that was like, and there, that so was then easy. there's yeah. So then there's like the one guy left, and then he runs out of bullets. Dread does. So he's standing behind this wall and the other guy shoots these armor piercing through this like cement wall and Mm -hmm. he ends up shooting dread through the midsection. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, any last words dread? And he's like, wait. And he's like, wow, judge dread. The ultimate cop is like on the other end of a gun. And now he's saying, wait, he's basically just stalling because Anderson shows up behind him and shoots the, the judge. So then they're like, okay, what are we? What are our options, rookie? You're still under assessment. What are our options? And she, and so she's like, you know, we can either wait for backup, or we can build a defense. And he's like, basically the same as before. And he's like, what about option three? Why don't we go on offense? And you know, oh, go towards yeah. mama, basically. <laughs> And she's like, can we do that? And he's like, you know. Oh, hell, heck yes. <laughs> so they go up and they start working their way up. And now they're like on 190 or whatever. And they find the Dom Hall Gleason guy, the tech guy. And yeah. they end up reading his mind. And then um, she gets the code for Mama's like panic room that she's in because it's ah. like behind all the steel mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm assuming and that the tech guy is a bad guy too because he's not. He issue. is, but he basically was being threatened by Mama to do all this stuff. So when she reads his mind, she realizes that he's a victim. Right. So she's like, go ahead, get out of here. And Dredd is like, you know, aiding and abetting a criminal is is not only an automatic fail, he says, it's a criminal offense. And she's like, I already failed the assessment when I lost control of my gun, she said. So as long as I'm under assessment, I'm going to dispense mistake. justice yeah. like I'm supposed to. And that's how, that's what I did. Hmm. So good answer. Yeah. So they work their way up and they get up to mama and mama's got this thing in her wrist. 
that's embedded and it's like beeping and basically it's tied to her heartbeat and she's oh. got the whole world in her floor hands. rigged up with explosives enough explosives that when this sensor stops sensing her heartbeat the whole thing the whole thing blows, blows. so now she's like you don't have you know you can't get you, me you don't have a choice you know we're all gonna die here and then he just goes and he shoots her Whoa. Yeah, so then <laughs> she she falls back and she's laying and she's bleeding out, but she's her heart's still beating. So he he Takes. picks her up and he grabs her, basically, and he holds her up against this window and he's like, you know, there's 200 floors here. He's like, how far do you think that that thing can transmit, he says. You know, 50 floors, 100 floors. And he's like, he starts reading her her charges and he says, you know, intent to distribute and 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 manufacture right. drugs attempted murder of a judge he starts and he's like how do you plead and he takes a slow-mo thing and he sticks it in her mouth and he pumps it so she's and she just sits there in silence and he's like defense noted and he pushes her out of the window and she falls and the window is through the the courtyard right. atrium so she's fallen like super slow Slow-mo. and when she hits the floor the blood explodes from oh like her gosh, head gross. and it, it's in the shape of an x which is like the x on 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 dread's helmet oh basically where he looks through so it's kind of symbolic right but she's on the lower floor and then the thing stops stops beeping and then it goes back to to dread and he's like I, I thought so or something <laughs> like that. And he turns and and they walk down and, and they go back down into the lobby and all this stuff opens up again. And that chief justice comes up and he's like, oh, you know, you look like you've been through a lot. And he's just like real nonchal- nonchalant about like it. He's it's like it's just another day on the job. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> he's like, you know, we had, uh, um, I don't know how, what he said. It was like we had some, some things that went awry or whatever. And she's like, well, what about the rookie? How did she do? And cause at the end she hands him her badge and she just keeps walking hmm. like to the medical thing. And, and he's like, she's a pass, <laughs> you know, like she passed yeah, the assessment yeah. and then they, um, they basically show him getting on his motorcycle and riding off and that's the end of the movie. But hmm. So I just like it because it's super action-packed and obviously a lot of, you know. It's like an 80s movie put in but made in 2012. Exactly. It's real action guy movie. But the other thing, too, is I really love the soundtrack. Like, it's a lot of, it's almost kind of not techno, but it's like mm-hmm. electronic, like kind of pulse. Okay. Pulse beating electronic, and it really fits with the yeah grittiness of the you know that's the city key. And, you gotta have a good soundtrack it makes the movie that much better yeah so it's it's one of my favorites i, I really hmm. really like the i don't movie, think you've so. ever mentioned this movie to me before yeah i had watched it once because i'd heard good things about it and i watched it like oh that's really good and now it's i've watched it a bunch of different times mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's cool so I'm, I'm guessing this is obviously one that you would probably not watch. I probably wouldn't watch it, but I'd be interested in maybe seeing a scene with the, um, so I could hear the soundtrack. Oh yeah, well I can play some for you a little yeah. bit later, but yeah. So but no, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> so trivia, 
a couple things. So he never takes the helmet off in the movie. And he actually, while they were filming. It's like the Mandalorian. He was constantly staying in character. So they were trying to get him to laugh. And he just like look over at him. That's like this real so stoic. And, so then like, and then they would like apologize and stuff. <laughs> but um, he tried to base his voice off of Clint Eastwood, which is like oh. the Dirty Harry character. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Bean actually auditioned for the role. And Michael Bean played. Yeah. Um, he was in the original Terminator movie. Oh, he was? Yeah. So he's the guy who fights against the Terminator. He is? Yeah. All I can picture him is in The Lord of the Rings. No, you're thinking of Sean Bean. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Who is this guy? Michael, Michael Bean. Bean. Who's that? B-I-E-H-N is his oh, last name. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> yeah, you were. So make fun of me. So Alex Garland, um, he wrote the screenplay, but he actually did a lot of the directing. And he d- directed Dom Hall Gleason in Ex Machina that I mentioned at the very beginning. Now, is he... Okay, is that the guy who's the... The redhead? Yes. Yeah, he was also in Honey. He was also in Harry Potter movies. He played, what, Weasley? Did he play Bill Weasley? I don't remember. He played a Weasley kid. Oh, okay. And you're like, what the heck is that? Yeah, I've never watched Harry Potter. That's another podcast. And the final and probably most important trivia is body count. Oh, man. 102 is the body count. Yeah, so not quite as high as some of the other 80s movies, but... So yeah, that's mm. it. That's this week's episode. Mm. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Again, as always, you can contact us through the email and Facebook and Instagram pages if oh, you so desire. You were supposed to start telling people. Oh yeah. Where so we had a listener suggestion that um, to be able to basically say if the movie was available for streaming. Um, so if you wanted to watch the movie and you were interested in about what we talked about, if um, you were able to find it on any streaming, uh, streaming site. So I actually own this movie, so I haven't, um, I that's where I watch it essentially. But um, another good site that you can go to is realgood.com, R-E-E-L good.com. And you can search on the movie and it will tell you if it's available for streaming. And actually, Dread is available for streaming on Hulu. If you have a Hulu subscription, you can watch it on there. But you can search up any movie on there and add the sites that you have subscriptions to, like Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, and search up a movie and it will tell you if it's on any of the ones that you have access to. So a really good site to check out there. All right. So that's it for this week. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.